0: Manufacturing Talk Radio, the only show that takes a look at the obstacles and opportunities open to small to mid-sized enterprises to manufacture here in America. Brought to you by All Metals and Forge Group. With your hosts, Tim Grady and Lou wife. Hey, guys.
1: Hey, fellas. How's everybody today?
0: Good, good. Good morning, Lou. Good afternoon to the East Coast. Uh, good evening for those of you who are in Thailand listening to us. Uh, we we broadcast all over the world, and we've got an interesting show for you today. Before we get into it, Lou, can you give us a postscript from last week's show?
1: Be happy to. Uh, last week we had uh, an organization by the name of CapFlow Funding, uh, with uh, Bill Gallagher and uh, Tim McLaughlin, who's uh, in the California office, California, Texas, and New Jersey. Uh, they have a unusual uh, business uh, financial uh, methodology to help uh, small, medium-sized companies to help fund their business. Uh, it's t- definitely not traditional banking. Uh, some of it is uh, accounts receivable financing. Some is purchase order of, of funding. There is some... Uh, quick loan turnaround times within two weeks. They're pretty, pretty fascinating guys. They're very aggressive. Uh, and uh, I personally have uh, known uh, two of them for a number of years, and they're, they're very good. They're very professional. And, um, again, if you would like to listen to their show and go hear more details, go to mfgtalkradio.com and go to last week's show. And uh, take a listen. Um, Next, I have a couple of uh, news items that uh, is uh, of interest. Uh, This morning, our Department of Commerce came out with the durable goods number of increase of 22.6% in one quarter, the second quarter, the highest, largest increase since they've been keeping records. So we are really on the way uh, in our economy. A lot of that had to do with uh, civilian aircraft orders, uh, but still sounds like a win to me. So uh, things are going all in the, in the right direction in uh, regards to the economy. Uh, additionally, I'm sure you're all going to be thrilled to hear this news. Exxon came out with their second quarter earnings, and it's up to $8.78 billion, with a B. Uh, and that is over the 6.8 billion the same time last year. So they too have had a huge, huge increase. Uh, I think it was a 20 per 28 percent increase in net profit. Exxon, you're doing a great job. Uh, did, last point is that um, we are have kind of adopted a an event that's happening in the country on October 3rd. Uh, manufacturing Day, and you can all go see it at ManufacturingDay.com. It's an event celebrating uh, manufacturing in the United States, talking about uh, the issues of manufacturing. There are company tours, there are speeches, there are events all over the United States. This is the third anniversary. Last year they had 834 events nationwide. This year they're expecting over 1,500. Uh, Quite an increase. And not only that, from the fellows in Washington who don't necessarily do a lot of work, there will be nine speeches in Congress on that day about Manufacturing Day. So it's uh, pretty impressive to get them out out and about and get them talking and working. (laughs) I'm sorry, Washington, I don't always pick on you. Uh, So go to uh, mfgday.com and read all about it. Uh, we are going to be having a special show uh, the day before October 3rd. We're going to have a regular show on that Tuesday. On Thursday, we are going to have the director of marketing, Pat Lee, on the show to talk about what's going to happen the next day, Friday, October 3rd. It's, uh, it's going to be huge, just huge. I hope the rest of the media world picks up on this instead of talking about all the things that they do talk about. Uh, Tim? <laughs>
0: Back to you. Thanks, hey, hey, Lou. We're talking about technology today on the show, and I think you know the experience that I have heard from business owners is that they have some information that's parked in, oh, it might be in Word or Excel. They're trying to reach out and touch their customers using a goldmine or an act or some kind of contact management software. Then their processes are parked over in an enterprise resource planning body of software, if they have that, then their accounting is in another body of software. It could be business works. It could be QuickBooks and it becomes very difficult to make business decisions because you have these islands of information floating around the universe of your business and you can't really pull all of the data together to look at it strategically. And it can be enormously frustrating, not to mention the loss of man hours and productivity and, you know, where can you improve? So we've reached out to a group called Serrera, and we have on our show today the founder and CEO of Serrera Consulting Group. This is one of the largest partners of NetSuite, and they offer a turnkey solution for distribution and manufacturing companies in ERP, CRM, and e-commerce solutions. VJ Saha. VJ, I'm going to have you explain all that to our audience. Welcome to the show, sir.
2: Thank you, Lou and Tim. I appreciate uh, Thank you for giving us the opportunity today. So um, we're, we're Sorara. Um, we're a, a business automation software solution company focused on cloud applications for small to, uh, to medium-sized businesses. We've been around for about 12 years, and we've helped uh, over a 1,000 companies save uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars annually and seen them grow by double or even triple digits year over year. We typically work with companies in many industries, such as manufacturing, distribution, software companies, as well as services. And uh, we've partnered with uh, the best technology company, Um, but for the purpose of today's discussion, we want to focus on next week, Uh, like you mentioned, Lou, and uh, the advantages for the manufacturing companies that covers accounting, customer relationship management, inventory, MRP, marketing, all the way to building out a completely integrated uh, e-commerce site. And we're based out of uh, Irvine, California. That's our head office, and we have satellite offices across the world. And our goal really is to help companies uh, with their business software needs.
0: Well, Vijay, let me parse what you just said a little bit, because there's some important points in here for our listeners. The first is small and mid-sized companies. Normally, the ERP boys go after the big guys. You're not after that market. That's interesting to hear, VJ.
2: That's right. We, we focus on, on the small to medium-sized businesses, really, because they have uh, very unique uh, requirements. And uh, they're, like you mentioned earlier, they're typically um, in a hairball syndrome where you have multiple silos of applications like you mentioned Act and Excel and QuickBooks, but what we're focusing on is really helping these uh, companies to have an integrated solution with a single database and manages the entire com- uh, the entire uh, business.
0: And that's a fascinating approach, too, that you've got one body of software to do that, uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but... It also sounds to me like because of the growth of the company after this is in place and because of the enormous savings in time and frustration and executive focus and, and the elimination of wasted effort, what would you guess that the uh, ROI is on this in terms of months? It's certainly not years, E.J.,
2: Absolutely. Um, the ROI, because this is a web-based application, the, the cost of ownership is, uh, is, is much lower than on-premise solutions that most manufacturers are used to, um, like the large companies go with uh, the SAPs and the Oracles of the world. But what we focus on is cloud-based application where the total cost of ownership is typically um, sometimes a year, maybe even less than that so it really helps uh companies um get on board with the latest technology very very quickly and uh and go live.
0: Well, I'm very excited about a cloud-based solution for people out in the manufacturing industry. Uh, I've been with IT since uh I don't know, 1981 and there are only two kinds of people in the world, those who have lost data and those who will lose data. <laughs> Uh, I have had uh, a number, you know, I used to live on a hard drive, uh, and after three hard drive uh, unpredictable deaths that took a lot of important data with them, uh, I now have everything out in the cloud, so I understand the importance of that. Uh, Ryan, what is, and let me introduce Ryan Evans, who is the Director of Sales for NetSuite practice at Serrera. Ryan, what is this thing called NetSuite? Who who and what is that?
3: Good question. Uh, So, first of all, thank you for the introduction. Um, I'll take just a a couple minutes and give a a kind of a general overview of, first, uh, where NetSuite came from, how they came up with the concept of what NetSuite is, and then we'll spend a couple minutes and drill down into uh, some of the advantages of of running NetSuite uh, in your business. So uh, until a gentleman by the name of Evan Goldberg, uh, who is the founder of, uh, and, and CTO of NetSuite, came around, software applications were designed and built around departments exclusively for addressing departmental needs, the results of which forced businesses to simply adapt to headaches and frustrations that came along as a result, those being system integration nightmares, multiple systems of record, uh, inaccurate reporting. Depending on, you know, what most businesses will, depending on the level of customization on those applications as you're continually transforming your original software purchase to uh, extend its capability, you know, meeting some of the innovative ideas that you've had as your business has grown, uh, you potentially will run into version lock situations. The list goes on and on. Uh, you know, not to mention the ability to, to access real-time reporting and visibility around day-to-day operations, that being uh, a massive undertaking, uh, whether you're pulling them from one location and, and having to uh, append those to the other locations, the manual effort to do so, it just became a daunting task. Uh, and as mentioned, uh, the fact that applications were built around departments, it literally forced business owners uh, to run and manage their business one department at a time. Um, putting it simply, your operating environment looked similar to a hairball. It's not necessarily to say that that was wrong. Uh, rather, that was the only option available. And all the headaches that came along with it were simply elements of pain that businesses were forced to live with. Uh, why? Simple. NetSuite wasn't invented yet. So, um when, when Evan set out to design NetSuite's infrastructure, its application, uh, he wanted to focus on eliminating these challenges as an entrepreneur. Um, and while hard to imagine for the day-to-day business owner that's focused on their specific industry, for some, you know, addressing these challenges became the drivers behind the uh, the whole approach to building NetSuite. Well, that's
0: great. That's Wasn't... I'm sorry, you had something else to add to that, Ryan?
3: Yeah, so, so to, to wrap up, Evan had a vision years ago uh, with two goals in mind. Design an application around an entire business versus a department and allow people to access the application over the web, anywhere, anytime, from any device. So to put it into kind of an elevator pitch, NetSuite is the first and only unified business suite running completely in the cloud accessible from anywhere, anytime, on any device. And what does this mean for the business owner? You have one single code base, one single application powering all of your business needs. This literally is modern technology.
1: Ryan, this is Lou. Uh, I have a couple questions. Uh, I got the overview. Uh, we all understand it. Uh, we were we ourselves were on Telemagic for a number of years, and uh wind up going with a home brew after that. Um, and In developing this over the course of years, there are certain things that uh, I've discovered from the manufacturing side, and I'm sure that there are those uh, in the audience who are listening and wondering about the following. Um, We understand you have a software program, and we understand it's going to be in the clouds. How do we go about the implementation? How do you work with a customer to develop their needs? Um, how long does it does the process take to develop uh, a, a a product for a small to medium sized company? Um, what's the process, the the step by step by step process, and how much time is involved for the manufacturer management team to be involved with you? So uh, those three questions will probably take the rest of the hour, but uh, see how you <laughs> see how you fare for me.
3: Sure. Great, great question. Um, obviously very important when considering uh, a, a potential move to the cloud or, or transition to modern technology, uh, you know, the most important question of all is, is how on earth do you pull it off? Uh, how do you deliver the goods? Uh, so one of the things that's important to recognize is that Serrera has done uh, over a thousand of these implementations. Uh, we're actually quite a bit above that now. Um, so we've got a, you know, a, not only uh, a battle-tested implementation process to delivering uh, the actual application. Uh, speaking to the the implementation strategies that we use, but prior to that, um, how do we how do we get to the point where we're able to architect a solution design? Obviously, you you, you understand that NetSuite is an extremely comprehensive, sophisticated application that has Many different modules and uh, uh, functionality components that you can add or remove, uh, depending on the business's needs and whether those needs are what we've identified today or whether it's uh, visionary needs that you're looking into the future. The, you know, the reality is is that so, uh, services companies are becoming product companies, and product companies are becoming services companies. Uh, and the result of which is you need an application that allows you to be agile and to do innovative things to stay competitive in the marketplace. So what we try to do is obviously it's important for us recognizing that to uh, to join forces with what we believe to be uh, the best cloud, first and only, but also the best uh, cloud application out there for ERP systems. In being able to deliver that, We have to have a rock-solid sales methodology in place that allows us to perform multiple degrees of discovery, uh, followed up with deep-dive discovery sessions, deep-dive meaning focused around a specific department where we're having uh, multiple iterative meetings with subject matter experts and really extracting uh, the different elements of how you conduct uh, business today and how you process data today. And we document those things, and we then have internal meetings and slowly begin to architect the solution design uh, as it relates to your business requirements and your business processes. From there, we will move toward uh, putting together a customized demonstration of the NetSuite application so that you're capable of bringing your team into a, a group session and seeing visually The power of NetSuite in action uh, and having it, of course, be tailored uh, to some extent to what your business looks like if it were running on NetSuite. And so it's a very important meeting that we have uh, inside of that uh, evaluation plan. Uh, After that, we have uh, what we call internally preliminary solution design uh, review, where we get together with our uh, prospects. And we sit down and we go through the business requirements that we've gathered from many, many different discovery sessions. And I say many because it it obviously depends on the the size of the organization, uh, the complexity of some of the things that we're focusing on, uh, the the legacy systems that we're potentially moving from. Uh, But as we get into that solution design discussion, which is for the most part the final uh meetings encompassing uh, the preliminary evaluation plan before we move into actually uh, deployment. We have probably two or three different sessions that involves in a perfect world what would the complete solution design look like if we were to try to tackle all of this at once. And then we take it from there and we look at the we analyze the actual timeline, and the amount of internal effort and dedication that we need from the client uh, with respect to those teams that they have in place that would be necessary for, you know, what what commonly is a four- to six-month engagement on the deployment side to be able to complete the entire solution design. And we consult with you at that point in time, you being the, the, the client, whether or not that that is something that is feasible to accomplish inside of phase one. Uh, And if it's not, and we need to uh, kind of separate those into multiple phases, in doing so, then we back out and we identify what are the absolute critical components of NetSuite that we want to focus on now inside of phase one. And we build and construct implementation teams with, uh, on our end with Serrera, and internally on the client's end, forming a, a joint project management office, uh, and we begin uh, implementation on that phase one, and then that allows us to complete that. The client has an opportunity to, be, to move to modern technology and to be in position to recognize ROI very quickly, uh, and then we, after completion of that, we then go back and start focusing on the phase two componentry of their entire solution design. And that just allows us to be flexible around uh, recognizing that the client has a need to get to modern technology, but the process is uh, not only a skilled process, it it requires a tremendous amount of dedication on both ends. Uh, So, Serrera, you know, we we try to do our best to conform to uh, what the client's needs are and and what bandwidth they have uh, to implement the project.
1: Uh, Ryan, we're, we're going to take on part two of uh, your process in a moment. We do have to break for a commercial uh, break, and that's what pays for all of this. So if you bear with us, don't lose your point. We'll be back in just about 60 to 90 seconds.
3: Sure. <laughs> All Metals
2: and Forge Group is an ISO 9001AS and EN 9100 manufacturer of open die forgings and seamless rolled rings
4: in alloy, carbon, stainless and tool steels, aluminum, copper, titanium, and nickel alloys. Visit us at steelforge.com or call 800-600-9290. American Crane and Equipment Corporation in Douglasville, Pennsylvania, is a leader in specialized cranes, hoists, and material handling equipment for industries including aerospace, nuclear, oil and gas, transit, construction, and waste handling. Call 877-877-6778 or visit AmericanCrane.com. That's AmericanCrane.com or 877-877-6778
0: we're back with manufacturing talk radio and we are talking with ryan evans who is the director of sales for Serrera consulting group and vj Saha who is the ceo and founder Vijay, a question for you in this whole world of technology uh, what do you see as the biggest challenges today in in manufacturing related to it sure lou um so when you
2: look at operations of a typical manufacturer, whether it's 10 employees or 10,000, the idea of having distributed operations is no longer unique. And um, as companies uh, increasingly move to focus on their core competencies of design or sales or even marketing, they're finding themselves, for example, manufacturing in China, packaging in Mexico, or selling across North America. All of these are leading to lower costs and the ability to innovate quicker. But these multiple locations... Really mean that there's more cost, there's more increased um, overhead. as plants are based across multiple areas, and and resellers and customers are no longer in one single location. So managing inventory and distribution across a highly varied supply chain is critical, and uh, and a failure or disaster in just one part of the world can significantly affect uh, business operations. So the world of internet is really um, Changed a lot, obviously. Uh, a lot of businesses and mobile technology is also is, is changing not only how people buy, but but they're also changing how they discover information. And unfortunately, you know, I kind of alluded to the software hairball earlier is often what results from years of trying to evolve to meet these uh, these changing uh, requirements. Next week, as an application is um, is, is really Enabling the 21st century manufacturing business, providing a complete business view uh, across the entire business in, in real time, allowing you to make decisions and you know uh, based on the entire business. So through through anytime, anywhere access, NetSuite can be accessed from your browser or your computer or your mobile phone or your tablet computer, whatever the device may be, and it provides a lower cost of operation uh, and uh, to manufacturers can, you know, focus on their business rather than infrastructure. And, you know, NetSuite really incorporates the functionality to uh, enable effective demand planning, integrated MRP, standard costing, all of those things under a single application. And as business um, uh, manufacturing businesses already know that the customer is critical to the business, uh, NetSuite enables you to focus on the customer. That's the most important thing, obviously. And uh, and it provides you with a 360-degree view of the customer and allowing you to focus on renewals, retention, what they bought in the past, and just making sure you're servicing the most profitable customers and the type of product that they're buying. And last but not least, uh, Lou, um, NetSuite wants to allow you to focus on, on your strategic business goals by providing real-time dashboards complete real-time information for your business and, uh, and industry best practices. So there's, uh, there's, you know, the technology has changed dramatically over the last few years, um, and NetSuite has, has been in the forefront of, uh, of this technology.
0: Those are really important points. Uh, one of the things that I am familiar with back in the 19, very early 1980s, late 1970s, when there was a time when uh, companies wondered if anything good could come out of IT, something came out of IT, and it was a suggestion of the very thing you're talking about, a focus on the customer, and a programmer came up with an idea about tracking a air traveler's miles and giving them an, a bonus program for being a frequent flyer. That came out of a programmer in IT. So the focus on the customer, I think, is absolutely critical. And and I've seen companies really struggle with a number of things in IT, particularly when it's uh, detached one piece from another. Uh, The system is down. The software is down. The computer is down. Any number of breakage points in the chain that make it incredibly difficult to get to the innovative, strategic analysis, competitive edge stuff that you really want an IT system to do for you. So how can NetSuite assist a manufacturer in their day-to-day business? And Ryan or VJ, either one of you are comfortable, you can jump in on that one.
2: Sure. Uh, this is VJ. Thank you um, for that question. Um, so NetSuite, like I mentioned you know it's an integrated solution and and the customer is the center of the universe so we want to make sure that the the uh the customer is serviced properly and um in and, and they're buying the, the products that they, they need and also that they have access to the information that they normally wouldn't have so netsuite allows you to to work around the customer record and give you Access to all the information, whether it's the products that they've bought, the interaction that you your salespeople have had with the customer, the cases, uh, tough trouble tickets, um, marketing, email marketing, as well as you know giving them access to the portal so that they can log in and see exactly what they bought. They can pull up tracking numbers. It's a very interactive solution that really joins you as an organization and, and, and your customer to the hip. And um, and NetSuite does, a, a, does an amazing job um, with with that. And with the technology, it just gives you that access. And, and really the key here is that it's real-time information. Most uh, ERP systems or MRP systems are batch processed. So there's you know, at the end of the day, there's batch processing, so the customer may not have the, the, the correct information um, at any at any given time. But with NetSuite, it is real-time. The second the transaction is processed, the customer has access to it.
0: And, and to give you the difference between batch and real-time, batch is when you take your paycheck to the bank and you deposit it, and two days later you have access to the money – or you take your paycheck to the credit union, and 30 seconds later, it's available to you. That's real time. Lou, go ahead.
1: Or a, or uh, ATMs when you just take take the cash and run. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had I had a, a comment or two. Um, not that it is sounding complex because we've been using ourselves a uh, uh, CRM program for quite some time. The question, of course, is, you know, I'm, I'm a manufacturer in uh, Butte, Montana, and I really haven't been exposed much to uh, the IT world. And uh, However, my business is growing. Uh, you know, I'm growing more cows and I'm selling more beef, uh, and I need more uh, control on the data and, uh, you know, the big data. Um, my question is, uh, how easy are these programs to use? And additionally, what... Uh, what changes can be made on the fly from the client side, your client side? Can they make changes, or do they have to go back to the well to get your programmers in to make a change on a report or a, a statistic or what have you? Um, gentlemen, either one.
2: Sure. This is Vijay again, Lou. Uh, great question again. And um, and th- NetSuite, when you actually dive into NetSuite, you get the application um it's, it's in vanilla state, uh, and Serrera, our expertise is to help you uh, configure the system. So we, we understand your business processes. We will go through detailed analysis of how to make uh, your operations more efficient, and we go ahead and configure the system. Our approach really is um, for you to empower you to really take over the system, and we work with, with the clients. With the subject matter experts and train them how to use the system, and it's not just about using how to use the system, but also to make changes to the system in terms of reports. Uh, and I must say, Netsuite has uh, you know spent millions of dollars in technology to to build out very very powerful reporting capability all within the application. So you're not really looking to work with an outside consultant um, going forward after you go live. We empower you, we train you to, to do all of those things um, all in-house. Sorry. So uh, it's, a very inter- it's a very interactive, uh, iterative process that we adopt. And, and um, as far as making certain changes to the system, you have access to all the code um, and, and the configuration tools. So the client is absolutely able to make any changes that they want.
1: Well, that's uh, excellent, D.J., about uh, having one's control and not having it in the hands of others, because that can turn out to be a disaster. You did you did touch on one point about the cost uh, that some companies experience that go into the quote-unquote millions Um this, I would presume, is not the case uh, that you're talking about with regards to your product, being that you're talking about the small to medium-sized uh, organizations. Uh, help me out here. Is that, is that the case?
2: Absolutely, yes. And typical on-premise uh, solutions, uh, Lou, what, what manufacturers, uh, companies would do would to buy the software, and they would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, um, to buy the software, the code, as well as um, the infrastructure. So you would need a server, you would need an IT staff, etc. cetera. So that could uh, sum up to you know, a lot of money. What, what cloud applications allows you to do uh, is to essentially uh, work on a solution that's in the cloud what that means is that you, all you really need is internet access and a browser, um, whether it's um, on a computer or a tablet or iPhone or whatever it may be uh, as far as, uh, as long as you have the internet, you can, you can log in and you're up and running. Now, the difference is um, that they, these applications, you're, you're not really investing a lot of money upfront uh, to own the software. So it's a multi-tenant environment, which really means that the system, whenever you log into the system, you're, you're, uh, you're using the latest technology, the latest version. It's almost like when you log into LinkedIn, you see certain changes in the, in the application. Um, it's the latest and the greatest. With an on-premise solution, you have to pay maintenance costs, uh, and you're never on the latest because they may be upgrades. You have to pay extra for that. Um, with NetSuite, everything is included on a rental basis, if you will. Uh, and, and you have really no reason for you to have any downtime. Uh, typically, they have uh, upgrades every quarter, so you have new features being added without even paying for it. So that's really the advantage um, with a cloud solution. As far as um, the total cost of uh, ownership is concerned. That really brings it down to uh, to a lower level because you always have the you always have the, the greatest in, uh, the latest software upgrade.
0: So, really, the message to our listeners, and and we really uh, are not particularly plugging NetSuite, but the message to our listeners is that there are some great innovations in software out there right now to help you run your businesses more efficiently and more strategically. Having said that, however, I will tell you that if you go to com, which is Serera's website, serera.com, you can check out all this great stuff on NetSuite. Um but in talking about, you know, all of the different technologies that are out there, uh, Ryan, can you tell us a little bit about something called the Nucleus Research Independent Study related to NetSuite?
3: Uh, absolutely. So um, as as NetSuite has grown year over year, uh, they're a, a publicly traded company today. Uh, obviously, they gain more and more attention, the results of which are independent studies from Different groups, Nucleus, Gardner, uh, Horowitz. There's a there's a variety that are that are all available for you to go and do some independent research, uh, for the purpose being that you don't have to take, uh, you know, our word for uh, really trying to uh, understand the power of NetSuite uh, and the credibility and, and performance of, you know, their world-class data centers. Um, Nucleus put out an interesting a study recently uh, that they conducted with 20 manufacturing companies uh, running NetSuite uh, for the purpose of identifying the real tangible benefits uh, that they received as manufacturing companies. For example, in the area of inventory management, customers using NetSuite reported inventory carrying reductions uh, on an average of 20% in terms of purchasing productivity Manufacturers using NetSuite were able to improve their productivity of purchasers by an average of 35%. In terms of reducing IT costs, NetSuite uh, often displaced at least two on-premise applications and their related support costs. Uh, as Vijay had mentioned uh, earlier, we, we you know talk about the differences uh, of running versionless software in the cloud, uh, allowing businesses to focus on their business versus their IT solution and all the different uh, headaches and frustrations that come along with managing software, Uh, application fixes, upgrades, downtimes, performance tuning, rewriting customizations, uh, backups, uh, and and disaster recovery solutions, let alone the hardware and the uh, overall effort to maintain those systems. It just... It becomes an extremely expensive uh, process to maintain uh, an application that you purchase versus leasing. And an interesting point to consider is that these applications have a shelf life. Um, They're a depreciating asset. So if you think about it, the, the concept of purchasing something that's depreciating and then dumping uh, you know, tons of money into maintaining those applications and draining internal resources for the small to medium-sized company when uh, resources all are already most likely thin. It's been our experience that the small to medium-sized companies don't have massive uh, IT departments. Um, the, the concept of allowing NetSuite, the guys that built and designed the software, to maintain it for you so that you don't have to and allowing you to just focus on your business is just a, a, it's a fascinating concept. Um, And and that's why businesses are are racing to the cloud and to have NetSuite, uh, to hire NetSuite to do the job. Manufacturers reported sales increasing uh, of up to 25% as a result of improved e-commerce capabilities, increased customer satisfaction and more, Uh, productive, informed salespeople. In terms of margin improvements, visibility into pricing, availability, and demand, and the ability to quickly make price adjustments by product or class, enabled customers to actively manage margins both in purchase, negotiations, and sales.
0: Those are important points for uh, the mid-sized manufacturer and the small company. And you're right about small companies not having a large IT department. You're lucky if they have an IT person at all in the shop. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back in about 60 seconds.
4: American Crane and Equipment Corporation in Douglasville, Pennsylvania is a leader in specialized cranes, hoists, and material handling equipment for industries including aerospace, nuclear, oil and gas, transit, construction, and waste handling. Call 877-877-6778 or visit AmericanCrane.com. That's AmericanCrane.com or 877-877-6778.
2: All Metals and Forge Group is an ISO 9001AS and EN 9100 manufacturer of open die forgings and seamless rolled rings in alloy, carbon, stainless and tool steels, aluminum, copper, titanium, and nickel alloys. Visit us at steelforge.com or call 800-600-9290.
4: S&H Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom-molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, uninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your sealing solution.
0: Welcome back to Manufacturing Talk Radio. We're here with Ryan Evans who is the director of sales for Sarera Consulting Group, and Vijay Saha, who is the CEO, and, of course, my co-host, Lou Weiss. Um, Vijay, before we, uh, or as we begin to wrap up the show, this whole software as a service uh, on the Internet and on the cloud, that certainly has begun to change two things that I see. One is the cost model, meaning it's going down, not up. And, uh, to the, the availability of bringing together, at least within that suite, all of your processes and activities into one body of software. Would you agree that that's where software seems to be going uh, across the SAS model, Vijay?
2: Absolutely, Tim. I, I absolutely believe that. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the cost model, um, at, you know, software as a service as opposed to on-premise where the uh, the total cost of of ownership is, is much lower than an on-premise solution as well as uh, uh, deployment um, typical um, on-premise solutions take uh, take several months sometimes years to to implement and that means you know cost and and also um, like i mentioned earlier the the fundamental difference between a saas uh, and and an on-premise solution is also the, uh, the amount of work that goes into configuration and customization. So typical on-premise solutions uh, require a lot of coding. If it's not native within the application, it, it requires a lot of coding and that means time and money. Whereas, uh, whereas in NetSuite, uh, the system has been designed so well from the ground up that it helps you configure most of the workflows Without even writing a single uh, piece of uh, single you know a single piece of code, so that's an important factor. Um, and the and, and the second part that you mentioned uh, was uh, the fact that it's a completely integrated solution. That's r- rare to find, and um, there are several staff solutions out there, um, whether it's CRM or you know best of breed accounting solutions. But what in it what Netsuite really uh, does very well is the fact that it's a completely integrated solution, Um, like I mentioned, all the way from accounting to even e-commerce, where you can allow your customers to buy online, and it automatically uh, puts the order into the system for manufacturing. So uh, there is no duplicate data entry, um, and and that, uh, again, helps you with, uh, with the cost, uh, not only the cost model of the, the software alone, but just uh, the cost of running the system because you don't need a separate operator now to enter orders to a different MRP solution. So there's, uh, there's definite benefits in, in both areas.
1: Ryan, uh, I'd like to ask you, uh, in hearing all about the, the software program and all the nuts and bolts and gears that are making this whole thing work, uh, and and it sounds it sounds terrific. Um, we uh, we ourselves are contemplating some certain moves uh, as you've described. Uh, one of the things that I know that some listeners will be curious at is what's your downtime guarantee? And uh, not not to put you in a corner, but I, I would like to hear what that uh, that number is. Uh, part of switching to a system like this is to avoid. Downtime issues. Uh, so, let's hear the number.
3: Great, uh, great question. And um, while uh, it may feel like uh, that's a, a tough question to answer, um, I think it's actually a, uh, a question that we prefer to be asked. NetSuite guarantees ninety-nine point nine five uptime guarantee in their uh, service level agreement, and to date. Uh, currently, they have 99.96 average uptime with uh, 95 billion application requests uh, from August uh, this year alone.
0: That's a lot of activity on a piece of software. Um, and, I, Brian, I appreciate you touching on, on uh, a lot of the pain points uh, when it comes to in-house software. I've been involved with in-house or homebrew software since 1978, and there there are always dozens of pain points. There weren't other solutions out there that you could get to, so that made it, you know, the only choice you had was to write your own software and live with it and hire people and reprogram and outsource what what you could, if you could. Uh, Duplicate data entry is a huge piece of that mess because If you've got islands of information, you are entering it over and over. Uh, I liken it to going to any doctor's office today, and they hand you five or six or ten paper forms. And every form says on the top of the form, first name, middle initial, last name. It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, Haven't we gotten past this? (laughs) So uh, to our manufacturers out there, I would certainly encourage you to do some surfing on the web and begin to look uh, at places you really didn't want to look, you know, a couple of years ago because all you found was homebrew stuff out there or uh, uh, disparate systems. You were going to have to try to daisy chain together to make your, your business make sense. And so it wasn't worth going through the time and effort and pain and exercise to do it. Uh, it looks like uh, Serrera, which is, again, S-E-R-E-R-R-A, serera.com, may, in fact, have a solution worth looking at. So we encourage you to do that. Uh, VJ and Ryan, we would like to thank you for being our guests on the show today and kind of covering in broad paint strokes uh, why these kind of software systems are important to manufacturers. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so
2: much. Thank we you really very much. much.
0: And, uh, Lou, something quick to wrap up as we close up the show?
1: Yeah. uh, I I would like to just repeat, uh, because I am really excited about it, this Manufacturing Day uh, event on October 3. And we will be having a show on October 2 on Thursday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will have uh, Patty Lee, who is the director of uh, marketing for Manufacturing Day, and we are and she is also and I've neglected to mention before she is the uh, director of marketing uh, of the uh, fabrication and manufacturing Association uh, I think above 40,000 members uh, nationwide so uh, we're looking forward to that and I uh, hope you can all attend you're going to be hearing a lot more about it uh, from us we're going to be promoting it Um, Additionally, those of you who have not heard this entire show, you can go to um, Manufacture Talk Radio, mfgtalkradio.com. If you have comments or questions or recommendations or possible guests, send an email to us live at
0: mfgtalkradio.com. Tim? Well, thank you, Lou. As you know, Lou is the co-host in his company, All Metals and Forge Group, sponsors Manufacturing Talk Radio. Their website is steelforge.com, S-T-E-E-L-F-O-R-G-E, steelforge.com, and they are an open die and seamless rolled ring manufacturer of custom forgings in about eight different metal families and a couple hundred alloys. So they're certainly worth checking out if you need Some forging work done. Again, we've been speaking with Ryan Evans and Vijay Saha of Serrera Consulting Group. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Lou, thank you for sponsoring the show. My pleasure. And that wraps us up for Manufacturing Talk Radio today.
1: Thank you, gentlemen.
3: You've been listening to Manufacturing Talk Radio, the only show that takes a look at the obstacles and opportunities it's open to small to mid-sized enterprises
0: to manufacture right here in America. With your hosts Tim Grady and Lou White. Brought to you by All Metal and Forge Group.